about 19 minutes through. We need some goals, Peach. We need six more to be exact. Sure do. One nil right now against Vietnam. We need more goals, Peach. Uh, Giants, Charlotte Nationals, 5-3 to three in the bottom of the eighth. My Guardians up 6-2 to two on the Phillies. Feeling pretty good about that. Unfortunately, though, the Rangers do trail the Dodgers 3-2. to two. Uh, We're talking Big 12 football tonight. That's what we were doing before the break. I oh. like Texas. Give us one. Mm. It ain't going to happen. Yeah, I'll keep Peach. you posted. It ain't going to happen. I'll keep you posted. I like Texas to uh, win 10 games this season. PJ yep. staying away from Texas. Yeah, I'm staying away from them in Oklahoma. Hater. I'm um, staying away. Staying away. So... I like Kansas under six and a half wins. Yes, you do. I'm so distracted. I know. Oh! I like Texas over God! nine and a half wins. Damn it. Should have been I'm going to play Oklahoma small over their <laughs> win total, too. Yeah. Uh, and then before the break, we were talking about Kansas State. They were my big, my other, besides Utah, big moneymaker last season. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing for them, man, to be honest with you, was keeping Colin Klein as their offensive coordinator because Notre Dame, after they lost Tommy Reese, came calling, mm. and he turned him down, and that pissed off one Ryan Horvat. At quarterback, Will Howard's back for his senior season. He played the last few games of the year last year sure for did. Uh, Adrian Martinez. He played pretty good, too. 15 touchdowns, four picks. Big, tall, strong dude. Still, I'm just kind of like, I don't know, because he's yeah. a senior, and yeah. we'd seen him before that. That was the best year. Really good offense, though. Uh, the running backs, they had to replace... Probably the best player in school history in Deuce Vaughn. But I do like Treshawn Ward. He did miss the spring game, but he's probably going to be their number one back. Better than your boy Jordy, huh? Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go better than Jordy. Wow. I'm talking like as a college player. I know, still, for you, that's I mean, that's a big statement. I mean, dude, I love Deuce Vaughn. I, yeah, you know I, how much look, money they made I me know, the last couple I years? I know, I love Deuce too. Wide receivers, they bring in uh, Phillip Brooks. They bring in Keegan Johnson from Iowa in the portal for some depth, but they do lose Quentin Johnson, who I love. That's one of the reasons I love the Chargers so much. Uh, 6'3 slot wide receiver. O-line, all five starters are back. And then on offense, you look at it, man, eight starters back. Howard has some experience. They have a solid play caller. I think they're going to be able to score enough points to win games, but you look at the defense and only five starters are back. So the biggest question mark is the secondary. What do you what do you think about Kansas State this season? I actually, I would hate to do it because I love the coaching staff. I would lean the under just because the schedule gets tougher this season. We're going to say that about a couple different teams. Yep. They don't have the luxury in playing the three bottom teams in the conference. They do avoid Oklahoma, but I still I got to stay away from Kansas State this season for the first time in three years with no Deuce Vaughn and with uh, Will Howard taking over, even though he's probably an upgrade over Adrian Martinez, definitely passing the ball. Yeah, we got to mention, you know, UCF and BYU are in the Big 12 now. So right. we talk about why these schedules are so hard. It's because, you know, two good teams enter the league that are constantly in bowl games. Um, the game against Missouri week three, Ryan, is going to be an interesting one on the road against Columbia. That'll kind of give us an idea of Kansas State this season. Don't sleep on Troy, though, week two. We know yeah. the, the men of Troy out of the fun belt can play a little bit. They always got a good defense. I'm with you, though, Ryan. I mean, Deuce Vaughn was everything for that offense this year. So you just want to see kind of how Colin Klein and um, Chris Kleiman, how they attack this upcoming season offensively. Another stay-away team for me this year. The Big 12 is just one of those conferences. I really don't have a strong opinion on any of these teams because this conference year after year is so crazy. I do love me some Chris Kleiman, though. So... I don't bet too many Big 12 futures, and I just bet week to week in the league and kind of get a feel for how these teams are playing. Maybe when are some good spots to fade teams, back teams. I do love Chris Kleiman, one of my favorite coaches in the Big 12. Um, Will Howard, you know, he played against Bama in the Sugar Bowl, so I did get a chance to watch him there. 
I mean, big kid, you know, made some nice plays, but doesn't wow you like some of the other quarterbacks in the conference do. Uh, so I'm going to pass on K-State this year. I'm surprised that they're plus 600 to win the Big 12, quite frankly. I'm yeah. surprised that they're the third betting favorite, um, and they're that low down the board. I don't think that's a good bet, so I would pass on uh, the Wildcats. Win total 7.5. It's minus 175 to the over, which is, I mean, man, that's the thing. Like I give a lot of respect to that coaching staff. They do bring back guys with talent, so I can see them being an eight-win team. Uh, but I'm staying away this year. I don't love them as much as I did the last couple of years. TCU's win total, also 7.5 after playing in the national title game, getting absolutely rolled by Georgia. But they did beat Michigan. Win total, 7.5, minus 140 to the over. And Chandler Morris is the quarterback. Again, he actually beat out Max Duggan last season initially. Yeah. Um, but then he lost that job because he got hurt. And obviously, Duggan was the runner-up. It's one of the biggest what-ifs in college football history, isn't you it? You've got to be kidding me now. Now this is a 6-5 game. Is Bryson wow. Stott just hit a solo homer. Oy. So three runs have been scored since we've been talking about Kansas State. So now this is a one-run lead. Is for that our sign to take the under on Kansas State? This is brutal. 6-5. No, with TCU, though, so... He, they're also a stay away, but I would actually lean over, man. They bring in Chance Nolan, so if Chandler Morris isn't the guy, you know, he's he's comes in through the portal. Mm-hmm. They lose Kendra Miller, which is a huge blow to that backfield, but huge. they have Trey Sanders, who you know from yeah. Bama. He transferred over. And then wide receivers, they're going to miss Quentin Johnston. They lose their top three, but you bring in JoJo Earl from also Alabama. Bama. Yep. <laughs> so... And like this is one of their top recruiting classes ever. Sonny Dykes has them in the top 25. Uh, offensive line, they lose two linemen. I think their interior is probably going to be the biggest concern because their center's gone, but they still have 73 career starts. Seven starters back on defense. Probably the best secondary in the Big 12, though. Josh Newton's back. He's an NFL defensive back. Mark Perry's back, and uh, Bud Clark's back, too. But only three starters on offense, seven on defense. I love Sonny Dykes, man, but the schedule gets a lot tougher like most other teams this season. They're a stay away, but I would probably lean over just because, like, last season I was on the fence with them, and then Sonny Dykes took them to the national title game. I like the under. There's going to be some regression for TCU. This team was the Minnesota Vikings of college football. They had so many coin flip games. It was like Michigan State from the year before, right? Michigan State was that team that Vegas was constantly wanting you to bet against. They were hanging lines, Ryan. And we were victims to this. They would hang lines every week that made you say, I, I can't back TCU this week. The, op- the, uh, the other team is clearly the right play. And TCU would win and cover every week. That's yeah. the way Michigan State was with um, Kenneth Walker the year before. So there's going to be some regression. I'm looking forward to fading TCU. I do think they make a bowl game. I think they go under their win total, though. I like what Sonny's doing. I like the program he's building. Uh, building. You mentioned the recruiting class that he had, some of the transfers he's brought in. Also, Kendall Bryles is calling plays there now, too. Yeah, I'm just I'm going to go under their win total, though. There's going to be some regression this year. In I really like Kendall Bryles. I actually think if all that off-the-field stuff, like if the Baylor stuff didn't happen and if his dad wasn't Art Bryles, yeah. that he'd probably be a uh, head coach somewhere. He's a really good coordinator. So I would lean over not doing anything there either. Baylor, I'm going under, actually. So here's another bet. So I gave out a couple overs. Oklahoma, I like to go over, turns out. And uh, love Texas. All on Texas this year. I went under on Kansas, and I'm going to go under on Baylor. And I love Dave Aranda. I think that's the reason why I always joke why Lincoln Riley went to the Pac-12 because he was tired of getting beat by Dave Aranda, who just figured out his offensive scheme. No. Damn it. Not good. But uh, 
I hate Blake Shapin, their starting quarterback. Yeah, not a fan. Actually kind of surprised that he won the job in spring, to be honest. He threw 10 picks last season. I think uh, Sawyer Robertson might end up taking some snaps if that's the same case this year. They bring in Dominic Richardson from Oklahoma State as running back. He had 500 yards, 536 actually last year. Jake Roberts is the biggest thing I'm excited about, to be honest. He's their uh, transfer from North Texas, their tight end. They're going to run a bunch of two tight end sets. What do you think about them this season? Would you do anything with them, Baylor? I actually like the under, dude, because terrible quarterback play. The defense, they're switching schemes. They're going to go back to what Aranda ran when he was at Wisconsin before that. They want to play more press coverage. They want to be more physical at the line of scrimmage with their DBs. But their DBs weren't good last year at all. And only one full-time starter's back, and it's Tevin Williams. So I had to go under on them. I kind of like the over, actually, because of the schedule. Their two toughest games, Utah and Texas, are both at home, which I like. They Utah avoid, Week 2, right? Utah yeah. Week 2. They avoid Oklahoma, which is big. They do end the year um, with at Kansas State and at TCU before hosting West Virginia. You mentioned Dave Aranda, though, really good coach. And it seems like the years where people don't expect much from Baylor is when they perform. Is when they kind of perform. That's yeah. the way it was in that rule, and that's the way it's kind of been with Dave Aranda. You know his defense is going to play hard. They're going to be good. You know they're going to be able to run the football. You're right. It all comes down to shaping, and I really am not a fan. But uh, I just trust Aranda, and I like the schedule, the way it lines up for Baylor. Man, that Utah game week two is going to be really, really good, especially with Utah coming off of Florida week one. Yeah. I think that's a great spot for Baylor, right? They get Texas State at home week one. So obviously you're going to prep a little bit for Texas State. You're also going to be peeking ahead to Utah. They're going to have some coaches tuning into that Utah-Florida game. So I'm, I'm really uh, looking forward to that game. But I would go over on Baylor. You go over? I would. So it's six and a half right yeah, now. Yeah, I think they get seven wins. It's minus 150 to the over, so the market agrees. I'm going to go under. I'm going to take the plus money. I never, ever, ever fade uh, Dave Aranda, but I'm going to do it this year just because Blake Shapin uh, is a turnover machine. He's not very accurate. And only one starter's back on the offensive line. I know, I know. like you said, the schedule's not too tough. You do get week, uh, week two against Utah in your non-con, and then it's Texas, Central Florida. No Oklahoma, but still it's pretty tough. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Texas Tech really quick? Because you talked about them earlier on when we were looking at the schedule, looking at good spots. Joey McGuire's back year two. He won eight games last year, took him to a bowl game. And they haven't had a quarterback start all 12 games since Patrick Mahomes did it in 2016. So that's pretty impressive, man. What do you think about them this year, though? Um, they got a new OC. Actually, no, Zach, Zach Kitty's actually back. So he's back from last year, just running the Western Kentucky offense. 11 starters are back. What do you think about them this season? One of my favorite under-the-radar week one games is Texas Tech at Wyoming. We talked about Oregon, Texas Tech week two. I love me some Craig Bowles, one of my favorite coaches in college football. They're going to have to travel to Laramie and play that game week one, Ryan. Oof. That is tough. You get Wyoming and Oregon back-to-back to start the season. Then you get Tarleton State before opening up Big 12 play. Now, again, what's nice for Texas Tech, they also avoid Oklahoma. Now, however, they do have to play at Baylor and at Texas this year. The schedule is just too tough. I like McGuire. They've been getting a lot of steam. We talked about that throughout the week. Texas Tech's now plus 900 to win the Big 12. Look, I watched Tyler Shaw at uh, Oregon. Wasn't impressed. Um, he's played a little bit at Texas Tech. He's always I, hurt. He's always hurt. And I do like their offense. The defense is a little spotty. I would probably lean under, though, just because of the, the schedule. Too tough. 
Also, the defense, man. Like, you could look at it and say, okay, six starters are back. Tons of experience. But five of your top six tacklers are gone, and you lose Tyree Wilson, who, I mean, how many sacks has he had the last two years? You're going to move over Miles Cole to the defensive end. I just think there's too many question marks, but tons of experience. 17 returning starters. Also, they have 15 super seniors. But a bunch of close wins, upset wins last year, which could call for some regression. Stayed away. But who knows, man? Maybe they're last year's TCU. I think that's what we're going to see in the Big 12, especially now with Texas and Oklahoma leaving. I think we're going to see like one year a team win 10 games, and then there will be a complete drop-off. What TCU is doing right now is really impressive. These, these recruiting classes, I mean, we just talked about it. They're stealing away guys like JoJo Earl. They're stealing guys away from Alabama, mm-hmm. which I never thought I would say. I TCU is stealing players away from Alabama. I didn't even think Sonny was that good of a coach at Cal either. And then he goes to TCU. <laughs> you know, he had Jared Goff, but I didn't think he was that good of a coach. And then he goes to TCU, and now all he does is win games. Uh, when we come back, we got a break here coming up. But when we do come back, I want to talk about the new teams and how that changes the Big 12, sure. obviously. But before we do that, I want to talk about Oklahoma State because they fascinate me. Because all Mike Gundy does is win, dude. Yeah. 17 straight bowl trips, 7-10 win seasons. But this program like looks to be a mess, doesn't it? Because Spencer, Stan- Spencer Sanders leaves to be a backup quarterback, most likely. So now Alan Bowman comes in. He's a transfer from Texas Tech. I actually kind of want to see Zane Flowers, or Zane Flores, I mean the true freshman that they have there. But why would Sanders leave Oklahoma State where he's like the second top quarterback in school history as far as passing yards and whatnot? That was a head-scratcher. Yeah, that that was an interesting one. Um, You're right about Oklahoma State and, uh, and Gundy and how good he is, how great he is to betters. This is really one of the first years he comes into that I can remember where there's some big quarterback questions, right? I mean, he's had Mason Rudolph and Spanners was a good college quarterback. He's had guys like Brandon Whedon. I mean, he's had some good quarterbacks. So I would probably go under on Oklahoma State. I will say, though, Ryan, they're one of the best teams in the country every year with those spreads that are like three points or less. Gundy seems to always win those games. He's the king of the toss-up game. So... That's the one thing that would scare me is because obviously a lot of games on their schedule are going to be coin flippy type games. And if track record history proves itself, man, he's great in those kind of games. So my hopes are here. The win total is still sitting there at six and a half. It's juiced to the under minus 130. I was hoping there would be a huge overreaction. You know what I mean? Like, because you look at this team and you lose your veteran quarterback, right? You got question marks at the quarterback position. You lose your top rusher. You lose four of your top five wide receivers as well, right? And then on the offensive line, sure, you bring back 129 career starts, but a ton of transfers. Defensively, six starters are back, but you lose a lot of your guys. 13 starters back. But the reason I kind of want to go over, but I want a five and a half, is I want to overreaction because you only have 13 starters back, but they play five teams this season that weren't even power five schools last season. And they don't play TCU, Baylor, or Texas. And it's Mike Gundy, who all he does is win. Last year was a letdown for them. I could see them maybe, uh, I don't know, sneaking up and, and winning seven, eight games just because it's Gundy. Like, you know he's going to a bowl game. So anything I would lean over, but I haven't played anything there yet, man. I mean, they avoid Texas that's, and that's TCU on yeah. the schedule. Yeah. We'll take a quick break. Let's talk about how these new teams change the conference and if any of them could go over their win total. I think one of these teams is actually set up for the most success in this conference, if this conference survives the next couple of years. And it's a brand new team, and I think it'll surprise you. Bet MGM tonight continues next. 